Blog Talk Radio. Radio. It's Fantastic Fridays, and it's always a pleasure to be on air. And today is a part of our Freedom Friday conversation where we're talking about politics, current events, and happenings in Metro Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Florida, and beyond. I hope that you guys are tuned in and ready for a great episode, as always, because you're on air with us, Sunny, Jazzy, and Sterling Powell. So, without further ado, I just want to start off and say good morning, good morning, my lovelies, my co-hosts. How are you today? I'm all right. Hi. Happy Fantastic Friday. Fantastic Friday. Yes, sugar. Happy (laughs) Friday, everyone. It's fantastic. Fantastic to you. Fantastic to... Oh, that's another song. Never mind. Hi, everyone. I'm like, is you making that up? (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you. Oh, it is a fabulously warm day in Atlanta already. It now, let's is just, just go now ahead 11 a.m. Hot. It is hot as hell. here. It's hot as hell. Okay. Hot. How I about you, Sterling? You I know you're already flaming. It is not. You know what? As much as, I mean, it's sunny here, but we are cloudy. I will let you know there is cloud hanging. It's about to storm, um, I believe. I haven't really looked to see. If there, it, it looks like it's moving in. But you know what? I do not let the rain clouds rain on my parade. I'm not mad. You know, you I will have a fantastic. I'm getting. I'm packing my bags as we speak because I'm headed to Ocala, Florida, for Ocala oh. Pride tomorrow, and I'm excited about that. I'm taking the baby. Robin and I are taking the babies with us, Maximo, Romeo, oh. and Coco, and we're all Road headed trip. to this. The visit, it's a road trip, exactly, and we're headed <laughs> to see Curtis, and then we're going to make our way to the uh, festivities that include a family-friendly uh, picnic in um, Ocala. So we're, we're oh looking God, forward to that. Oh, my God, that sounds so fun. You know what is so hilarious? We yes. have had to take, like, 15 steps back this year, because primarily because of my health. And so we we have not been able to do as many trips as we did last year. Last year we did so many we lost count. Um, I don't know how many I mean, times really. we went to Florida, really. Um, but we did 18 states and four countries last year, primarily for outreach and radio um, coverage. And so this year we've had to kind of step back. But 
it's like a whole okay. year has gone by, and we were in um, St. Petersburg last year and Tampa getting ready for our No Ordinary Love marriage um, ceremony that Equality. we had there. Mm-hmm. And then we were celebrating the passing of the bill for all people to have all rights to get married, especially LGBTQ families, and um, we were getting ready to march in the Pride Parade, and so it's so weird to say, oh my God, it's it's June, which is Pride Month um, across the land, is. and so, oh my God, Stellan, that is so amazing that you get to go, and so many Prides have changed the course of action and has been more inclusive of families. And dogs and babies and, you know, and just, <laughs> of course, you know, you have the fun shows, you have the drag shows, you have all sorts of outfits from strings to shells to, to flags to feathers. But it, sometimes you, you don't include the family in the celebration of who you are and, and how we live. And so... It's just so exciting. We we met so many people in the last few days that are like, I'm going to Pride here, I'm going to Pride there, I'm going, and I'm like, that's right, it's June already, so I've lost the whole year. Already, I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's gone by so quickly. It has gone and then, so quickly, and here we are. I just got. I had been online with uh, Billy Mann, uh the editor of Watermark Magazine. I letting him know, you know, because I'm going to cover it for the magazine and for the right, radio. Right, right. Um, and we, you know, and I was saying, are, is Watermark going to have a float? And like you said, I just can't believe that I we're knew, already right? talking. Um, but, you know, when you're having fun, hey, girls, That's when you're true. having fun, you're having fun. That is so true. You know, and this you know. is such... This is such a big year, you know, and I think that has also propelled the time to fly uh, because things mm-hmm. are just going so quickly. I mean, I can't believe the primaries are over. What? Can, well, oh you know what? Honestly, God. God, I'm glad. I'm glad the primaries are over so we can get down to the business I mean, of electing a good president. I'm, I'm ecstatic. You know, and I mean, we have what one more in Washington D.C. like next week, I think, and then it's and then it's done, right? And that's it. And then and then we're in where Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, somewhere somewhere in that area, and then and then we're ready. Where's I don't even know where the G is it? Where they holding it in Cleveland or something? I don't the GOP. Uh, I don't know. We're going to find it in just a few minutes. Look that but up. You know but what? I, mean, I don't think it really doesn't matter because as long as as the orange hair dryer is going to be the noise there, it really <laughs> doesn't. Already know. I, it doesn't. Already it already know. It's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio, of all places. I thought it was. I know, and I love you know. And I'm an Ohio boy, and I just can't believe that that you know that. Uh, that it's going on in Fair uh, Cleveland on the on the water of mm-hmm. uh, Lake Erie up there, which is a fine city. But uh, hopefully it really they'll. Is. So yeah, last year, and I had an opportunity to ride through there. Exactly. I don't yeah. know. Is this one of those things where, you know, I think people took took it so light, you know, for so long, and now it gets to this point. And then people around here looking shocked, and you're like, "Well, you don't get out and we vote." We tried if you to tell you. Participate <laughs> exactly. In, you well, know, and, the and you know, 
with this whole thing with his, uh, with the orange hair dryers, just hatred spewed out at this judge. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, when you Mm -hmm. see that the GOP themselves do not know what, like we've been warning them, but they don't even know what to do with them. No, they don't. They don't even know what to do with them. Nobody and I do them. have to bring up did, did you see the Jimmy the uh Jimmy Fallon uh, uh slow jam with the president on uh on Jimmy Fallon and no. where where the president says that the orange is not the new black I had I I laughed oh, so hard. I'll send I'll oh send God, I'll send hilarious. you the video because they do oh, they basically do a, a rap on the show. Shut up. The uh, Jimmy Fallon fan, the band, the president of the United States, our wonderful Barack Obama and Jimmy do a slow jam and like I said, the president says the orange is not the new black. That is so funny, and you know oh, what? That is funny. President Obama needs to just go into comedy when he finishes. He just needs to, you know, do a comedy show <laughs> on his whole year in presidency because he's a hoot. He is absolutely hilarious. He I know is. it was and funny. We have to watch that. Okay. He, yeah, you know, the other thing that I have to say while we're on the president for a minute is, again, and I think I've said this over, what a class act. Not mm-hmm. only is he funny, mm-hmm. intelligent, but, you know, this is when they want to fib and lie and say whatever they want. This is a family, and I'm saying the whole family, the beautiful mm-hmm. girl, his mm-hmm. wife, and the man himself that has <laughs> gone through the presidency with really no scandal, no, no no black. That's true. You know, no backlash, <laughs> and I, I think that we will see in the rearview mirror that this that we're going to miss this man. Oh, um, and and uh, hopefully Hillary and and like you know, I want I want Bernie to be the vice president um, right now in the uh, nomination. So right at the moment, I'm pushing for Bernie to become our grandpap uh, vice president. But that's uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, Mm -hmm. I think of him like Papa. Not that Elizabeth Warren isn't coming out with her claws. Oh, my God. But, you know, Bernie has been very selfish acting since the presumptuous, um, nomination mm-hmm. of our of of Hillary Clinton being the the running for the Democratic Party as president, and he's just you know of course you read what the media says, at this point. but yeah. yeah my my thing is this my thing is this when you have a party that needs so desperately to, go, to, come, to come against the GOP at this point then you cannot have selfish views. You just can't. Yep. You can't have this, I'm not going to concede, I'm not going to, you know, back down, I'm going to keep pushing because we need as many people a distraction. to rally for. And even, mm-hmm. my thing is this, if you don't like Hillary, okay, or if you don't like Bernie, or if you don't like Trump, well, whoever you don't like, that's okay. You, you have the right. Nobody is forcing your opinion to choose a candidate. 
What we are asking you to do is in the situation that we have, choose a candidate who is, who's running that is going to be the better of the two. And so if you have seemingly lost the candidacy, the candidacy I know I said that wrong, but anyway, if you have seemingly lost it, then push behind a party that you feel as closest to, to to win this thing. And that at this point happens to be Hillary. You know, if unless you're going to get a guaranteed amount of people to vote where you know you're going to win, which nobody can, you're not going to get a guarantee of a billion people to go vote, you know, unless you're paying them off. So unless you can have a guarantee that a billion people are going to come out and vote for Bernie, back out and then let's push forward. You know, he's not necessarily saying I'm totally 100% Democratic. Um, right. As a matter of fact, he doesn't like a whole lot of Democratic ways and views. But at this point, we have to, to me, this is my opinion, I believe we have to get to a place where we are pushing behind the candidate that is going to be the better of the two. Even if you don't like Hillary, is she the better of the two against Trump? That's what I'm saying. So that's just my little spill on it. Honey, I think that he's just, I mean, he met with the president yesterday. I mean, he basically said that the aim here is to defeat Trump. I think he's still positioning. I'm not, because I'm going to defend Bernie just a little here until he gets it. I think he's still positioning himself for his platform, and he knows that he has time. I mean, I think, I think that, like I said, the orange hair dryer is, has made enough noise, and he's going to, you know, kind of uh, burn himself up in his own in his own spew of puke, um, and and and. I think that uh, Bernie is just trying to make sure that he gets his, as much on the platform uh, that he feels so strongly about uh, that that's why he's hanging in there, even though I kind of agree with you that it's almost time. But, but remember, Hillary didn't get right behind Barack until a week later. Now, I was going to say, although mm-hmm. Hillary did I was waiting for you to finish. I was trying not to do the view and talk over and wait till you finish. You say, but you know what? In hindsight, Hillary did the same thing. She did. She sure did. You know. So he's positioning himself to get what he wants done. I think the president, and I'm, I, I, I'm telling you, I won't be the least bit surprised if they offer him the vice presidency. I mean, I, I, and I would so, be thrilled because I, I would say, love to, who, who else do you think he would? Who else would you consider uh, Sterling to be an option if it's not Bernie? Who do you think that she would? Well, probably I, I, their people are strongly. Uh, for Elizabeth Warren, and I think that would be so historic to have two women, um, you know, and and Donald will go crazy about the Mm -hmm. gender card. We know that the orange hair dryer will just go crazy (laughs) on having two women to attack, but I think that having Elizabeth Warren as the uh, attack dog, um, is is one option 
but they, I think they'll have her anyway. I think mm-hmm. that they'll have mm-hmm. her anyway. And I'm not sure that Bernie's going to want to give up his strength in the Senate because that's one of the things that's staying in the race and fighting so hard for the causes. And I'm just hoping, here's my big hope, is that when he does, and he will, uh, put his support behind Hillary and the Democratic Party, I'm just hoping that the, the supporters, and especially the young voters out there, realize how important, like uh, Jazzy has said, that for us to get behind, even if you're not strongly in support of Hillary, is to understand right. how important it is to not elect the orange hair dryer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. That this man, anybody that just bullies and spews hate, I don't want to get off on this today because you know how I can get off on which then I feel like I'm doing the same thing he does is it just gets exactly. me so it get it gets me so riled up because it's hard for me to believe that people will stand the, behind this person cuz you know it's funny that I I posted and I'm not sure I publicly posted I know I sent it to myself that Ronald Reagan's son uh, said that his father would not vote for this man, and I'm not a wow. strong. You know, I don't like I don't like Reagan at all, and I don't know if you guys saw CNN's report on the '80s last night on a you know the age of AIDS, which was a big thing of the '80s. Um, because I feel that, you know, Ronald Reagan, everybody tries to talk about what a great president. He was a horrible president. And for the GOP to hold him up right. as, a, uh, as, a, as a highlight shows you where they don't have a clue of what a cruddy president, I mean, he really was in the first place. Um, you know, another television movie star, you know, I mean, you yeah, know, I didn't care this for is him not the job, this is not the job for a uh, like like uh, President Obama says, this is a serious job. This is not reality TV. And um, but Ronald Reagan said, some said that his father wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. You know, wow. is basically what I was saying. So this is a man that, like we said last week, I think I said this, didn't I, to you guys, is that all of the former presidents have said they would not support this man. Now you have GOP senators and elected officials saying they're going to switch parties. They can't support him with this whole bullying of a of a judge and he's just doing this so that the charge when they do take him to court then he can try to you know get out from under the fact that he ripped off all these people and he calls Hillary crooked he's about as crooked as they come but you know what that's the most the the, the funniest thing to me is if we look in, in everybody's closet and it's all dirt it's dirt in every single person's closet 
you know, so for us there. To, and for nobody us, lives a perfectly, exactly, Jesse. Nobody lives a perfectly, you know, we can pick on Bill and all of his, you know, the fact that he had women in his closet and LBJ swam in the White House pool naked and, you know, and JFK liked to date. Him and his brothers used to date women left and, and right. And President Obama smoked pot before he got it. Smoked pot. And and you, you George, know and so did George Bush, right? He people. didn't. He smoked pot. People. The, but, the people. Point, That's why. but the point is, everybody wants to say, well, I don't want a person that lies. Okay. I think in every single presidency, or even those that are running, Somebody has lied somewhere because if you promised me you were going to do something and then you got into the office and realized, oh, I, I don't have the final say. I have to have other people supporting me on some decisions, and then you couldn't do what you said. You are a liar. See? Pretty much. Well, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln slept with his secretaries, which were males. And George Washington never cut down a cherry tree, you know. I mean, let's get real here. You know, this is yeah, it's, this is it's, this is marketing. It's you know, terrible. Now that's and, and, that, and the thing is, it's not to say that we should not have integrity. It's not to say that we should not, you know, do the best that we can to honor our word or be the best that we can as individuals. But at the end of the day. If I am in office, I am going to make horrible choices, and I'm going to make horrible mistakes. That is a fact. I am going to, one, when I was younger, based upon my experience living in North Carolina and the KKK being very rampant, and I drink out of a fountain that says black only, being young, even though my parents and my grandmother did not teach me to hate white people, but society said I should not trust white people. I should not like them. I should hate them. I should listen to all of the slurs that are being said about them. I should I should be constantly in a state of doubt and hate. That's what society taught me. So as a young child, did I say things that today I have no connection to? I sure did. Did I, did I believe certain ways? At certain times, I sure did. But let me tell you what changed me. When I started to see some of my best friends in in middle school and high school that were white, and they started falling in love with black guys, and I was taught, you know, that should never be, right? And I'm saying, but I like yeah. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? She's my best friend. <laughs> I, I, exactly. We were on the cheerleading team together. Then Kelly didn't become the white girl. Kelly became Kelly. Yeah. And her boyfriend became her boyfriend. And then when I, you know, got a little older and I realized that I don't have to be, I, although I am um, a supporter of the Democratic Party and that's how I register, I don't have to be a Democrat just because I'm black because I was told that that's what I should be. I could be a Republican if I cho- chose to be. So all I'm saying is we have choices. We have teachers and we have experiences that may tar our decision of thinking one way was right. And when we learn better, we do better. So what I said 25 years ago may not be my reality today. So when you keep digging backwards and saying, well, in 1976, you said this. Well, you know what? 
I was absolutely wrong in 1976, but that was my truth of 76. Today, as I have gotten wiser, I have changed my views. I have changed my thoughts. I have changed my decisions. You know what I mean? So it's several things that we have to learn to look at what changes have been made, what changes, what the possibility of change um, individually as well as in public office. Get a grip. Now, if you say and said it, Trump has never changed. He's been the same pompous ass, and I did say that. From the beginning. From the beginning. (laughs) Okay. In the middle. You know, on the side, up and down. He has not changed. This is his view. This is how he has been. He has always been negative. He has always trumped on top of people to get what he wants. And guess what? That's who he is. He is. I'm proud of him for staying true to who he is. He's disappointed. Well, it's, it's been his brand. I mean, this is who he yes. is. Because, I mean, let, let's face it, this is a man, and that it's, you know, you have to give it to Fred Trump, his father, because his father did pull himself up from middle class. I mean, because they, they, the, his father was not a poor boy. His father was basically a middle class boy. Then Trump, Fred Trump made them a wealthy family. And then Donald has used his, you know, loudmouthed, uh, braggart personality to battle to the to and went by going into Manhattan has made himself a national figure, and that does not mean that he's going to know how to get take care of you and I, and you know, right. it's, and and that's where I was wondering, you know, what. You know what? What his supporters? You know, I know they're disillusioned, and I'm disillusioned. I think you're disillusioned. Life is hard today, but that is. But this man that has basically always had a silver spoon up his carcass does not understand where understand. I come from. Right. I just don't believe. He, I mean, he would I never. He believe. would never understand. He could never relate. Never. He can never relate to that I have to rob basically Peter to pay Paul, and then Paul is robbing Mary to get a hold of what he's <laughs> given to Peter. Okay? And, that, that you know, I'm just telling you, and then all of it is juggled up in the air and hoping that none of it comes down. He mm-hmm. says they're just, I just don't, now maybe he does that with bigger sums, to keep the hotels up because, I mean, remember, this is a man that bankrupted himself four times. Four times. Maybe it's a little different when you have lots of money and you can throw it in the air. But I'm telling you, I am juggling 20 bucks some weeks. 10 bucks. 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Between me and not making my bills. And I'm not right. ashamed That's to right. say it. Because I pay my bills, right? Absolutely. But you know what? I think I think what we're missing here is a a beautiful statement was made on one of the most famous shows in in of all times, and that's Gone with the Wind. And this is his 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 mindset. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn about whether you have your bills paid. <laughs> 
You know, Absolutely. that's what we're missing. We're not we're we're missing the point, see, because we're compassionate, right? Yeah. We're not only compassionate with the people that we know. Here's the difference. Most of us have the ease of being compassionate to our our family, our closest friends, you know, people that we go to church with, people that we see regularly in social settings. We have compassion. Oh my God, your your family member passed. Oh my God, you know, your your son is sick or you know, you didn't get the house or, you, you know, your car broke down. We have compassion because we know each other. But those of us that have compassion for people we don't know, to me, that's true humanity. That's true love because I don't have to know you for you to tell me I can barely make my bills. My heart goes out and I'm already thinking like, well, can I give you $20 out of my bills? You see what I'm saying? I'm already mm-hmm. saying, how can we be a brotherhood? How can we be a sisterhood to make sure that we all are taken care of? That's compassion. Whereas, like Donald Trump, we said this on the show before, his wife um, came out. I think it was people who said the other side of Donald Trump and how soft he is and how sweet he is and how loving, whatever. The whole point I'm trying to make is it's easy to be compassionate to those that you know. But it is you are representing in the in the field of presidency. You are not representing people, you know, you are representing the entire United States. That means that you are going to represent the poorest of the poor, the richest of the rich and everybody in between. And you do not get to say to the poorest, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn, which is what he's doing. And or attack the them for being a Mexican, or attack oh, them for being exactly. for a woman. I mean, that I still exactly. have not got beyond. I still haven't got beyond. But he, where he said the thing about Megan Kelly and her basically the JJ and the blood. I mean, yeah, I have ridiculous. to say I have it's, not gotten see, beyond that because that's beyond growth. You know, but it's beyond, the idiotic things like that. That sh- should, and and this this shows you the sickness. But uh, but again, I'm going to bring up something, and I know we're going to commercial because we have producer over here queuing us. But I know we said this before. the The media is showing the masses of the the mass majority in his circle that wants to vote for him. In other words, you have a billion people in the room. Right, and if you put mm-hmm. five hundred thousand in a corner and then you go up top and shine the light, it looks like the billion when it's actually not. It's only five hundred thousand people who like him, right, in this room. The rest of us are like, "Are you people crazy? Are you really insane to believe the ridiculousness that comes out of his mouth?" But this is the thing: those five hundred thousand people will vote for him. Whereas you have the rest over here saying, I'm going to vote for Hillary, I'm going to vote for Bernie, I'm going to vote for Independent. And then you have another really, truly mass majority that will not vote at all. And so it's that group that will push the 500,000 in winning. And this is the, this is the truest point is not about the foolishness. It's the, of Trump, it's the foolishness of those that do not go out and support someone where your vote will count enough to keep him out of office. 
That's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and talk about these spy cameras in the bathrooms, honey. It's serious. (laughs) It's serious. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. Are you looking for an amazing place to open up your own salon? Try Universal Salon Suites located at 1210 Fowler Street in Atlanta, Georgia, where there's over 23 suites that display single, double, triple, and quadruple occupancy, over 10,000 square foot of luxurious space and state-of-the-art facility, with the freedom to work as a business owner, work at your own pace, and create your own vision, and be best control of your own finances. For more information, visit the website, universalsalonsuites.com. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Hey, we're back. It's Fantastic Fridays with Jazzy Sterling Powell and your producer, Sonny. And we have had a fantastic conversation on this Freedom Friday about politics and current events and happenings in Metro Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Florida, and beyond. And right before commercial break, we had a very controversial conversation, which triggered by Jazzy about these cameras in the bathroom. What is up with that? Oh, I have the tea. Oh. <laughs> well, you guys, okay, you guys tell me more as women. Because, see, I don't care if anybody's in the bathroom and I'm going to go. When I got to go, I got to go. <laughs> and I really don't care if you're there or if, uh, but I guess as a parent, and you guys can answer that, and as a woman, you may be a little bit more concerned because you know that us boys will do it on the side of a tree. Well, this is true. But you know what it is? When you are in a private, seemingly, even though it's a public bathroom, you still have a sense of privacy. You know, you go in your stall, you really do, and, um, you know, you feel relatively safe. Well, they have recently found little hooks, you know, the coat hooks, the little plastic coat hooks or the the purse hooks that you just hang your your purse on, they have now found these in the Florida Keys in three different locations that was just reported that people are putting these, it may not necessarily be the business owner, it may just be, hey, I'm a perv, and I can order this little hook with a camera sterling online and then walk into a bathroom, put it up, and when somebody walks by, it motions 
it's, it's activated by motion. It's triggered. It's automatically yes. triggered. And so now I'm recording you using the bathroom. Not only is it in the bathrooms, but it's also being found in hotels. So once again, I'm a perv, which I'm really not. But if I was a perv and I wanted to go in, screw this in, who's paying attention to it? Nobody. It looks like a hook that, you know, the hotel has 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 authorized to be put in if i'm in housekeeping i'm not paying attention to this hook i'm cleaning up the bathroom well i'm in with my my wife my husband my boyfriend by myself doing whatever i'm undressing i'm having sex i'm doing whatever i'm having you know private conversations or i'm having very sensitive conversations because i'm in a in a job or position where you know this information can't get out and all of a sudden here it is being captured on camera so we wanted to make sure we brought this story to you because it's very sensitive. Children are using the bathroom, so pedophiles are, are watching children use the bathroom and then selling this to other pedophiles and pervs as well. Around the world. Around, around the world. The world. Yeah. What we have to realize is that with the Internet, and can, yes. are you, can I say something now? You can, okay. yes. Okay. Here's my take on a lot of this. This even goes back to our other conversation. My fear is that we are so electronically connected today mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that what they're doing, this is part of the dumbing of us, is that along with these cameras and along with privacy issues, is that at some point here, because people, like we've seen with what we've talked about with the orange hair dryer is they will believe that, you know, that they're being watched and that we've got this, that they're going to take so much of our freedoms away from us because we have been so opened up. And I'm bringing this up, including the drones, because think about where I have friends that like to lay in their backyard because we're here in Florida and it's sunny Florida and you're up there in Georgia and mm-hmm, it's sunny in Georgia. Mm-hmm. They want to lay in their backyard and sunbathe in the news. Right. Now the next thing that you know is here's this me. <laughs> exactly. Flying uh-uh. overhead and the next thing you look up and you've got this camera over your That's your bare right. your bare behind. Again, right. you know, we are so electronically connected today. We're that very we vulnerable. really have to, that we really so have to look at yeah. We mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. have to look out at what's going on. Not only in the bathrooms, but with everything. Because what I'm afraid they're going to do is all of a sudden shut us down. Just all of a sudden, we've had all this freedom, and then they're going to take it away from us because of privacy, you know, because of these kind of issues. They'll use pedophiles. They'll use the backyard peaking. They'll use all these issues to make it seem, like you said, there's only so many thousands doing this, but they will make, they'll, the, the press and the government will blow this out of whack. And I'm not saying that it's not, you know, that it's not wrong. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's a pretty serious situation when you're, 
you're in the bathroom and well, you know, you have it used with to your be, kids. It used to be peepers. It used to be peepers. But, but Sterling, I don't want somebody, I don't want a man sitting or a woman. I don't care who it is. I'm using the bathroom and I look up and there's an eye looking at me use the bathroom. It's disgusting. <laughs> You know, no, no, no. And, I know what you're saying, but I'm so afraid. I'm so. It used to be at least we knew when, when the mirror, you know, they had those little mirrors. You know, those little mirrors right. that came under. Yes. At least when you saw that coming up underneath there, you knew who was peeking at you. I'm right. You know. But see, now you got a little pinhole of a camera <laughs> and a plastic hook in the bathroom. Watch me. Now, let me tell you, you know, because we can make everything a comedy just so we can get through it. But you know what? The seriousness of it is this. You may be watching me then and, and you know, getting your kicks off right there. But then it, what, what happens to um, the person when you have the serious stalker that not only wants to watch you in the bathroom, but then follows you and then hurts you? You see what I'm saying? So we have to be aware. So, you know, our point for mainly bringing this was that you could be aware. So they're asking, especially in Monroe County and the Keys, but all over. So now that we are aware, when you know better, you do better. So if you're going into a hotel room, you have to inspect the hooks. It's like I Well, you need to ask at the desk. One of the things that I was told is that you have to ask at the desk. Do you do you have cameras in my room monitoring me? Because by law, this is what I'm saying. By law, if those cameras are not in there by the business, they're covered. So then we have to find out if the the employees are doing it. It's a whole other story. The employees or the last or the last guest that came in who said. I'm going to put this up because I'm in my room. You don't know what I'm doing. It's very simple to do, and it's run off battery. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's run off a of battery. So well, it's, it's remote. It's, Again, like I said, all exactly. this is, we are so connected, which I'm sure our producer can explain some of that to us even further because she's more tech savvy than I am. But, mm-hmm. you know, all this can be done remotely and and there's so many of us that are completely you know naive and innocent to it and then like you said the children the protecting uh, the young yeah yeah so we have to do that hey, so but do you all remember do you all remember the tv show get smart used to come on in the 70s and you know now as we run oh and yeah and, like I mean, that. With the, uh, and with back in the day he had cameras and and, and you know little pl- things that were attached to his shoes and it's, we laugh at it but Back then, the government was doing stuff like that. And in jazz, we always say this, that when you see it in television, it's very likely it's already happening. It's being done, or, exactly. Or it's, yeah, or it's coming, it's coming. When Enemy of the State came out with Will Smith, and, you know, you're talking about people sitting in their houses. Next thing you know, people are monitoring them through their television. And it, I'm telling it, you. And it sinks in. So you got to think about the two-way communication. Think about how we can Skype each other through our phones or through our computers or through um, now our apps like Facebook, you can call through your app. So recognize, you know, it's so funny. Sometimes you're here, and I can't remember Jazzy who we were talking to, but somebody said, well, you know, I don't like to give out my number for this, this, and this, or I don't like to do this because it'll open me up. Honey, if you've already sent a text message, if you, you are open. phone call, you're open now. You're open now. Yeah, I'm open. Open. Social media. <laughs> 
that if somebody wants to see my fat belly and my bare behind and that it gets on and and as well known as I am, if they start publishing those pictures, I'm going to be flattered in the sense of being, <laughs> instead of being upset, because if they really want, I know I am. Uh, I agree. But do you know what I'm saying? Because, honey, if anybody's sick enough to want to look they at my just, big belly, you know, then the more power to them. But that doesn't go for what we're talking about, the innocent and the young that are, uh, I can say that because I'm being silly and I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm an Mm -hmm, adult mm -hmm. and I know what I do. But when you're talking about uh, a prime example is my, like I say, my stepdaughter, this is a 15 year, 16, 15, 16-year-old girl that thinks posting and, and talking and sharing her life on Facebook is not putting, I mean, we have this conversation all the time that I want her to watch what she posts on Facebook. Right, Because right. one thing is telling your girlfriend down the street that you know and that you may be texting and you're putting, posting things on Facebook. But when you're talking to a complete stranger that you, you don't, don't know, know. Yeah, and that and that I see these pictures, but she says, "Well, this is what he looks like," and I'm like, "Honey, that is not that is a fake picture, right?" And they have no clue, and they think we're old fashioned. But let me do you okay? And so on that note, (sighs) did you see the guy in Florida? I posted it. The guy in Florida that was caught at the dollar what is it, the Dollar Tree or the Dollar Store? Oh yes, snatched. The thirteen-year-old girl, yeah, grabbing the thirteen-year-old in broad and and it went on. The thing that was shocking to me when you see that video, this was nobody else. Like who helped? You know, was some some, a, a police officer? Eventually, it wasn't it like an off-duty. But he was officer. outside. He was outside and got the oh, guy. Well, I'm you saying. Know. Somebody, it was a guy in the video that just kind of stood there and watched, like, well, what's really going on? Guess what? Hit the man over the head and ask later. How about you do that? You know, because Hit him, it, yeah. grab him, subdue him. And because, see, it's one thing, it's one thing to get involved in domestic violence um, altercations Circle with says. adults. Sometimes you'll jump in to save a woman or save a guy, and they'll be like, get off my man, get off my woman. And you're like, what? I'm trying to help you. So, in certain circumstances, you don't know whether to help or whether to stand back. But, sweetheart, when somebody is grabbing and dragging a child in public, it's time for the entire store to jump on you. That's what's yeah. supposed to happen. It's a can that's supposed to be thrown and knock you in the head from across the counter. If you don't know what's happening and you see a if person grabbing the, a child. If somebody in the store, on. you know, if somebody in the store should say, what's going on here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you she know, it, just it, a it, watch. Let me watch this, and she ran all the way around the counters and I mean the the aisles and everything. So, you know, we're saying all of these things, these safety tips to watch your children, watch yourselves, pay attention to your surroundings. I'm getting so much better because I have just been this ooh la 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 walk around. You well, know, and the other thing we have to attention. realize, back to what we were talking about earlier, you have a person at the, that is is the 
the the nominee for the highest office in this country that is telling people it's okay basically by his actions to be a bully. So what we yeah. have to realize is that mm-hmm. this is somebody that's setting an example across our nation that it's okay to be pushy, a bully, and mm-hmm. do all these mm-hmm. things that are mm-hmm. just not right. So we really have to watch how this affects the day-to-day in our country. Because remember, mm-hmm. like we just said, this is a, the man. This man does not know how to put his personality on 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 reserve, and mm-hmm. he's basically mm-hmm. telling the youth and people out there that it's all right to bully. It's all right to misbehave. It's all right to spew hatred. And this is and 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 you and I both all of I mean the three of us know and our listeners know that this is going to that trickle down effect. That trickle down. This is going to trickle mm-hmm. down into our society. Exactly. You know, because it already is at his rallies and at even at Bernie's rally. This is not the way people behave or should behave. At least not or should behave. Mother. That's not what, that's not how my mother taught me to behave. Exactly. Well, I want to invite other listeners, if you are listening into our wonderful Loud of Mouth with 2Ds radio network and you want to chime in, you want to ask a question, you want to bring up a different topic, Please feel free to call three four seven eight two six seven five two zero, um, and let us know what you're thinking about what we're talking about, and or if you want to add to what we're talking about, we would love to hear from you. We always honor and value your opinions, your thoughts, and your comments. Last week we had several callers to call in, which was really yummy, and um, we would always like to have new and or seasoned other callers call in and give us a, your opinion. Also wanted to talk about what we are honoring today or who we are honoring today is um, I almost said it wrong. I almost said MLK. Jasmine, let me say this too real quick before you go there. So <laughs> we do have listeners in queue. Hit the one key if you would like to chime, chime in. Oh, that's right. So we have yeah. people that are listening. Yeah, so I know we got some listeners. Um, Hold on. We got somebody here that wants to say something. Welcome to Live Mouth Radio. Listener, where are you calling you. from? Who is Who we're talking to today? This is Curtis, and I'm calling from Ocala, Florida, and I just called to say hello to Sterling. Hi, I'm looking Curtis. forward to seeing him this weekend. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Curtis. Welcome Curtis. to Mau <laughs> Thank you. I've, uh, I've been listening to you, and a couple of times I've, uh, I've punched in and been on the waiting list, but I guess you've had some technical problems. So I didn't get on. And sometimes we do. Well, Curtis, we have that, know, and we sometimes are, there's just a lot of people on queue. <laughs> yes. Well, I, look, I saw everybody sitting there listening diligently. I said, okay, I think we need to cue our listeners that they just have to hit the one key and we can see that they want to talk to us. And, Curtis, Curtis, and, I, and I don't know if, if Jazzy was going to say this, and I know Curtis will appreciate this, but don't forget that I believe in his hometown today is they are bidding on a farewell to Muhammad Ali. I think that's what you're about to That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. I didn't want you to, I didn't want that to get lost because we are doing a shorter show today. And I wanted to make sure, and I know Curtis would, um, would, would, you know, appreciate that too, that because 
a major figure that really stood up for what he believed mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in times of um, when it was tough. I mean, a lot of us forget those that during the uh, Vietnam War that things were totally different than they are today. Well, you know what? They're different Absolutely. and they're very similar all at the same time. So, Curtis, are you from Kentucky? Is that hometown for you? No, no, no. I, I grew up in Clearwater. Okay, okay. Um, so no, he, 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 I mean, he, oh, he, he went to MCC, too. Okay. I know him from oh, church. okay. Yay, MCC. Because the girls have gone to, Curtis, yes, the girls the, have gone to, oh. I was, I was going to say, you'll know, you'll know who I am because uh, I'm, I'm the one that lost Cleo. We lost Cleo. Uh, Cleo's a part of our Loudmouth Radio family as well. She was posted all with the boys, and um, and we just to the precious little doggy. Oh my gosh, she's such a great baby. Yeah, accidents happen, and that's why they call them accidents. You know, don't know what God's will is. You know, things things happen for reason, and and we'll find out. And you know what? Cleo is playing with Maddie right now in doggy heaven. I'm telling you, they are having a blast barking on and actually, you know, chiming <laughs> in on the show right now. <laughs> but yeah. um, we, well, we never it. know why something's brought in for a little bit of joy into our life. And then, like you said, is that, and then taken away for the same. For the, and she was, know. she was such a joy. I mean, she was so full of love and joy and, and, you know, I, I miss her. You know, I'm I, all three, uh, all three point eight pounds of her. She was so tiny. Yeah, yeah, just a little tiny thing. So. Yeah, I just wanted to call and say hello to everybody and let you know that I am listening and I look forward to seeing Sterling this weekend for the Ocala uh, Pride family picnic. Him and Robin are coming up and we're going to go to that tomorrow. So. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's in, um, it's in a park there. I, I'm not sitting in front of my Tuscarilla uh, Park. Tuscarilla Park from I think I believe it's 12 noon to four o'clock in the afternoon. It, the weather is supposed to be great. Uh, there's family fun. There's a cornhole tournament. Um, and other festivities. A bar, I think, believe barbecue and right, everything. And- it, tickets are fifteen dollars at at the park, and uh, and dogs are welcome. Dogs are allowed at the park as long as oh, they're on a leash. Oh, you found out. Thank you, thank you. Thank yes, you. I called I called the park, and they're allowed as long as they're on a leash. Okay, great. Because we're taking and I Coco sh- room and everything. Number. So, we're, well, we're bringing the babies. I told you that to on our trip, on our road trip. So, so. are you there? Yes, I'm, I was about to say, I think you're still there with us. Hey, guys. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I'm, I'm going to say bye. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks, Curtis, for All chiming, in and chiming in. Thank you. Thanks, Curtis. I'll see, you in a little, I'll see you in a few hours. Okay, God bless everyone and be safe. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Curtis. So, guys, I want to so, intercede and share something really important that I just found. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of not the most 
uh, heartwarming uh, information, but it's very important. I think we need to touch on this. Uh, it appears uh, there was some breaking news. It appears this may have happened on the 8th of June, but, you know, uh, Sterling, who's in the St. Pete, Tampa area, you know, our radio network has, has really expanded into the area, and that's, that's a part of our home. So I wanted to, to talk about the story that um, a 15-year-old girl by the name of LaVon Holton Teamer out of Tampa, Florida, committed suicide after friends shared a new Snapchat video and they took this video without her permission. And uh, this is basically a teen bullying suicide situation. And it, it appears to, uh, that on um, Sunday her mom had um, told her to go and clean her room. And minutes later she went to look for her daughter. She didn't respond, so she went to the bathroom and she had actually saw a pool of blood coming out of the bathroom. And now this young lady is a freshman at Wiregrass Ranch High School in Wesley Chapel, which is right off I-75 as she started to come into Tampa Bay. And it appears that the young girl took the gun from her mother's purse and she had expressed concern to her mom about um, the picture had been taken by her friends without her permission. And she said to her mom, you know, uh, that she owes them and she owes them and the mother didn't understand. So, um, unfortunately, it appears Pasco County School District heard about um, bullying complaints and they turned the investigation over to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. So um, they've actually uh, posted some information on social media with a hashtag stop bullying. So, um, and I, I stopped to mention this because I know there's a lot of teenagers that are using Snapchat. And, uh, Jazz, we had a situation, I know a few months ago we did the uh, Sex Trafficking Forum, and there was a situation Mm -hmm. that came up that was in discussion about a young man that exposed himself to some very young girls on a Snapchat video, and the the boy is, you know, supposedly this little athlete that's that's got a great uh, athletic career possibly coming along for him. Right. He's ready to go to high school, so they didn't want to, the parent was trying to They didn't want to mess up his career. His future right. athletic career, so they wanted to say boys will be boys when in actuality he knew better, and that's a decision that you should not make because these children are are scarred. You know, they didn't ask for this. It was not, you know, they're laughing and joking with their friends, and then one of their friends, you know, when you're connected on these things, if you're friends of friends with friends, you don't know what somebody will do, and so you don't know how it will affect someone. Um, in that quote-unquote joking state, that joke can turn into a life-threatening situation, as you have just stated with this young girl. So, yeah, it's, it's serious, and we have to teach our children the seriousness. Uh, like Sterling, like you were saying earlier, you got to teach them what they can and they can't do and how it could affect their life for the rest I, of their life. Especially right. with social media today. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, can we all, th- where you're talking about boys will be boys, I am just so, I'm so glad and, again, proud of Joe Biden, our vice president, for making a comment on the, on the, the court's decision of to the give rape? this rapist mm. only six months because you, where you said about here's another promising athlete. What mm-hmm. is the matter with this country when, again, you know, we talk about, athlete, you know, athletes and their careers, and, again, here's a blue-eyed, blonde-haired white boy only getting six months, 
And I don't want to get into the whole, you know, we can do the whole race thing here again, but I do not think that this was, the, you know, and now I can't, I mean, that this was fair. And I heard today on CNN that they He's can't even three go months. back and change it. You know, that, yeah. you know, he can go in and say that it's unfair for him, but we can't go in and change the verdict. Once the verdict is given, this you can't retry. Who, you can't yeah. retry all for that same case. You know what? And, and Sterling, it's not about going back into and bringing up the race card. It, it just is what it is. What the the one thing that I love you, about I, exactly truth, you and I truth know is just that true. it's true. It, it it is. But what we call it, 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 this is how we always, to me, have to address it. It is the illness and the mental disorder of white privilege. There is a difference in being a white person, a black person, Indian or whatever, and recognizing your either color or your heritage or whatever. Then you have a mental illness of white privilege. See? Exactly. It's just like me. It's it's a it's an illness of thinking that your whiteness will give you privilege because of the color. That is an illness. Mm -hmm. That is a mental disorder. And in this country and others, but we're talking about America. In this country, my black son, brother, cousin, neighbor could never. And it's just you know, pull it up, pull it up. Pull it up, pull up any record, and see if the same exact offense was done, and it has been, and see how many years that person will get and how many months this person will get. It's just a fact, and that's the illness. That is the In mental disorder of white privilege. Not being white, but the mental illness to think your and whiteness it, gives you privilege. And it's not even just white privilege, as we've, we we were talking earlier. This is privilege with wealth. Yeah. When it's yeah. A part of it, I mean, it, you're right about the white privilege. Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. this but country's wealth, gotten, yeah. as this yeah. country, the disparity of wealth versus poverty, it really it's true, true. also mm-hmm. is the, is mm-hmm. the, the entitlement, the privileges, Afforded uh, wealth in this That's country true. That's true too. Yeah. has even separated, um, you know, not only racism but just the pure entitlement of, mm-hmm. of wealth, and mm-hmm. that is what so much that is back to what is at the issue of this election is this big divide that is happening between you know, the rich and the poor. And it's only mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger. And this is what divided, you know, all of the societies in France before the yes, revolution, that's in true. Britain. That's the before, reason why we have an America. <laughs> exactly. So it's what people don't realize is this is at the bottom of it. We see it. Because we so often hear, and especially on Loudmouth, we're we aren't afraid to talk about racism at all, right? Right. Uh, because we live it, and we mm-hmm. see it, and mm-hmm. we see it in diversity. Not mm-hmm. only is it with racism, but it's in diversity. We have felt right. it as as women, as a gay man, and as mm-hmm. African Americans. We have felt it. We know what it's like. 
right, to know right. what it is to be to be um, to lose to lose our privileges over labels. Labels. That's true. That's, that's true. We have a and listener heritage. that wants to speak in here. That wants to talk in. I'm sorry. Come on in, listener. Come on into our wonderful casual conversation. So what's your name? And where you calling from? <laughs> Hello. Listen, you're live. Did you get afraid? Did we scare you? Okay, I'm sorry. Come back. We're Come not. Back the, I, I know that my loud mouth is the loud mouth <laughs> of the south here is is enough to scare anybody off. But uh, know, right? the call. <laughs> what is there, are they back? If you decide to come in, we're still here and and wanting to listen. But I do want to get back to um, paying our respect. Paying our final respect. I was just going to, to say the same Muhammad, thing. Yeah, to Muhammad Ali and his family. Um, we lost a great man. We lost a great athlete, a great humanitarian, a great activist, a great father, and to many, a great friend. Even if we didn't know him directly, he was such a man of influence and change for America. Not only um, Sterling, as she said, in, during the Vietnam times, which was amazing, by the way. Um, for somebody to say, I, you know, speaking on racism, I am not fighting against yellow faces. I'm going to fight right here in my own country against, you know, uh, racism against my own people. Um, and so I choose not to fight someone I don't know, an enemy that I don't know. And so he took stands where a lot of people still to this day feel like, you know, he was a, he was not a supporter of our country, but I understand where he is and where he was in those statements. But, you know, beyond the Vietnam War, he did so many great things for him as a black man. Let me just let me just speak about what it feels like a lot of times to be this, quote unquote, black person um, during that time when you're taught once that you're a Democrat, it's, you know, we're Democrats, you're a Christian you're a good boy, and this is how you do this. You know, those are the things that you're you're given most of the time anyway. And so for him to make a decision to choose his journey of religious beliefs and to change over to Islam and to change his name was a slap to a lot of people in the black family and to the black community. No, you can't be Islamic. No, you can't be uh, different. No, you can't change your exactly. name that your mother and father gave you. So he took stands. He took stands that most people of that day and even now, you know, Sonny and I got married. Our last name is Joan Smith. Do you know how hard it is for people to just call us Mrs. Joan Smith? <laughs> it is ridiculous. Ms. So Jones, for him Ms. to go Smith. from Cassius Clay and for him to go from a religious belief of Christianity, for him to go all the way left and say, not only is um, my name Muhammad Ali now, and this is what it means, and for me to stand for what it means and to, for me to stand behind the Islamic culture, belief, and way of life, for him to be black and do that was just like unheard of. So he made so many of us. To this day, to the day he died, he still was mentally, they say, in charge of his um, of his strength. You know, um, That's right. his daughter said that though he is not 
speaking, it does not mean that he's not with us, that he's not there, that he's not present, and that he's not strong. And so to me, he has been a pillar of strength in so many areas, not a perfect man, but perfect in his imperfection, but definitely strong in his faith, strong in his beliefs, strong in his community. He was always a man of let like even his funeral today in Louisville, he made it known years ago that I want a public funeral. I do not want to be closed off to the people who I supported and that they supported me. It was an a interview done a few days ago, and this one young man said, you know, when I met him, his photographer, actually, that began a, a long-term relationship with him, and I forgot his name, but I'll get it, um, said when he met him, he said, you know, um, champ, I'm so glad to meet you. It is an honor to meet you. And he said, no, but it is, a, you don't understand, it's an honor for me to meet you. He said, and, and Ali was always the type of man who made you feel like equally it is an honor to meet you. So I wanted to take the time to really salute he, uh, to salute him and his family because it takes, people don't realize that when you're a celebrity, when you're an athlete, when you're an entertainer, when you're in the spotlight, it is not just you. It is your family sharing you with the world and sharing their time of you with the world. So I wanted to really just pay our respects to the family, um, pay our respects to Muhammad Ali. He was such a great man. And so many well, people. Well, for standing up for himself and for yeah, what he yeah. believed. In, and, and I can tell you, it was, I'm old enough, as you guys know, but I'm only 39 plus. But, uh, but in those 39 plus years, I can remember that he was, you know, he was, not, he was condemned. He was ridiculed mm-hmm. yes. at the moment that it happened strongly and that it took, like what we were saying about how I think we will look back at Barack Obama's presidency, mm-hmm. this is how we view him in the rearview mirror, is right. that he has now, history has been kind, and we have wised up to what a great stand that the, the fact that he stood up because, you know, the Vietnam War at that time, you know, we were in this whole following up on World mm-hmm. War, you know, World War right. One, World War Two, the Korean mm-hmm. War, and That's all of right. a sudden we were thrown into the Vietnam War. And we did not realize until it dragged on to how unpopular the war was going to become. And and then how our veterans were treated. So and they still have that was okay. In his stance against the war, he was correct. What happened is that we ended up finding out he was correct. And in that fact, that. You know, that it, he would, and people then, and that he never changed. He only kept doing humanitarian issues when he mm-hmm. retired. And they asked him what he wanted to do. He wanted to use his celebrity to continue to help people. And that That's is what right. he did, even when he became ill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he never mm-hmm. stopped using who he was. And the name, you know, where people hear somebody that had a loud mouth. Remember, mm-hmm. you know, he could have been on our very, radio. 
because he was pretty. Yeah, he, he was, was a, pretty he was, and, and, and he was pretty. Don't forget that this was a pretty man, and he and he would use. This is somebody that did kind of the same thing as the orange air dryer. He was noisy, mm-hmm. but he ended up using that noise for, for causes. Yes. 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 Because yeah, and positive, and he, he really knew did. that he was a, he knew he was a celebrity, and what mm-hmm. celebrity gave him was a voice, and he used that voice to uh, to do positive things, like you said, and like he you really said, did. it takes a family, and you know one of the things that I just you know I said. You know, Robin's been on the show with me. We talk about Myron, you and Sonny mm-hmm. are, you know, the mm-hmm. two of you are in there. This is something that once you put yourself into the public eye, you know, is that you, your family is there with you. Right, right. Good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. Absolutely. And they were with him through it all, through, through it all. You know, yeah. I wanted to tell you that um, Mike Tyson, Will Smith, uh, a part of his Paul were well, part of the Paul Barrier that um, led the procession. Uh, Lennox Lewis was there, and you do know that Bill Clinton did the eulogy for the funeral. Bill Clinton did the, well, the, the I, eulogy. And I'm, I'm, and you know, I'm so glad that they invited. I'm glad that they invited uh, Clinton to do that because mm-hmm. I think Bill. Mm-hmm. I think old or the old Willie Billy is getting a lot of flack that, you know, we know we already know what a, a hound dog he is, but I <laughs> think that uh, or a horn dog, whatever you want to say. But I, at the same time, I I don't think that he's any different than what what Sonny said earlier. They're human. We're men, right. we're people. We're all people at the end of the day. And that's what we share with each other. We're humans together. Yeah, exactly. Well, he he's doing the eulogy because I do think it's still going on. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, said that Ali was one of his greatest mentors, and you know he's just going to be missed as an athlete, as a as a dad, as, as a, a friend, friend, as an activist. Yeah. I think it's going to go on and on and on that you will start seeing and hearing more things. You know, in 1996. I had the opportunity to work as uh, Olympic hairstylist here in Atlanta, and I was down on the battlefields of the Olympic Village and watching all of the celebrities and watching all of the Olympians come into the hair salon. We we had 400 Olympians a day, and, and so we would work about 16, 17 hours a day in the shop, you know, making sure that they were ready for interviews. They would run and come back in, get a shampoo, get ready for another interview, you know, they would do whatever sport they were doing, and then they would always come back in. So they could come in as many times as they like to the salon. And I remember on opening, um, the opening night, and when the torch was being lit, we had an opportunity to go. And, and this is one of those things that, you know, in hindsight, you go, do I serve those that are in the Olympics or do I go and take this ticket that I have to go watch the opening and um, be a part of the opening and I elected to serve the Olympians because I thought it was just my duty um, to make sure that they were looking good and and standing back I almost felt like the builder of the building do I enjoy the building or do I help build the building and so I watched with the rest of 
um, my colleagues in the business and with the rest of the world who didn't get a chance to go to the open and I watched um, Muhammad Ali come out shaking and lighting that torch. And I'm telling you, I felt just as close to him and to that experience as if I were sitting there. And so to have him pass now, and many people have talked about, you know, the excitement of watching him come out and who it was. And, you know, I got an opportunity to, to watch the torch come into Atlanta, the runners that come that came into Atlanta and pass it off and to see it being passed to Muhammad Ali that night and, and him lighting the torch. It just, it makes you reflect now at what a great moment that was, but choosing him and then him passing now, he lit a torch a long time ago. And for him to be that representative then, it makes us reflect that we also need to be torches. We need to be light. We need to be light in a time when America and the world is at odds at, at some of its worst states. You know, we've all, war causes worse states anytime, but we're in in a societal war, and I think Muhammad Ali definitely, even in his passing, is still lighting the torch. So salute to Muhammad Ali and all of the things that he has done, and I think his legacy definitely will continue to to light us daily. And so I just wanted to, you know, take a brief moment and say that. Ron, we have to remember, I mean, and I think that that's the big part, that we have to remember the people that have come before us that have lit the torch and that have put a positive in our life. And um, I I can say that this is somebody that we saw through my lifetime um, only lead a life of positive change. That all that that's all I can remember. This is a person that always uh, stood up for what he believed and for a positive change in our in our society and our world. I I don't know. I don't remember him doing anything that wasn't in that. That uh, he never, like you said, this is not, he's always stayed the course. Mhm. Exactly. Absolutely. We, Absolutely. Love, we love you, Muhammad Ali. I know, um, Sunny. I think we're. I don't know if we're going to. We're about there, right? We're about we're at about, the end of the. We're about at the end well, of the I think that leaving on, I leaving on, on Muhammad Ali's positive influence is a great way to, and you know, finish the show this week. So, I love you, girls. Love you too, Sterling. Thank you so we much. Love this you, Sterling. Another great show. And, and we, we want to shout out. out. Okay, I'll, I'll, really I'll shout- let you know what goes on in Ocala, and we'll yes, catch Sterling. up. Thank and, you, baby. Um, yeah, keep us posted on what what's happening with you over the weekend. I wanted to shout out to um, Extreme Fun on Wheels that came out to the community with uh, Loudmouth uh, Radio this weekend, as well as from Words to Action Outreach Ministry that came out and supported the community, the kids that came out and enjoyed laser tag and and all of the gaming systems that was inside the fabulous truck that came out to the community. We want to make sure that you always recognize that we are not just about, you know, getting advertisement dollars, but we're also about taking those dollars and putting back into the community and making sure that our children and our community know that we are a people of service. So I wanted to um, make sure you stay in tune with us 
on that note, um, you can find out things that we're doing with From Words to Action Outreach Ministries. And you can find us on the website at From Words, the number two, action.com to see what we're doing. Got some great things coming up um, in the next few weeks that we're going to be doing some more community outreach. And you know who's going to be following us. Our media big brother, sister, partner on loudmouthradio.com is going to be right there following and capturing all of the events that we do there. Uh, we thank you for our support of Sharon Mathis Insurance Company. You know, you are our number one insurance company, as well as Universal Salon Studios. Be beautiful if you want to work in a great, great, super great place. Make sure to follow us on loudmouthradio.com. You can click on their link and find out how you can work in a magnificent environment. And um, just some other great things that are going on in our communities, both here in Georgia, as well as in Tampa and St. Pete, Florida. But all around the world, we do not stop in just two places. We are loudmouthradio.com. We can capture everything all over. Make sure to check in (laughs) with us uh, with Sunny. She will be glad to take your information so that we can get your business and your events posted here on loudmouthradio.com. You can reach us, 706 three six three three eight nine five to find out about very economical advertisement and um, and location shoots so i'm gonna sign out because i just said so much that i could barely breathe love you <laughs> love and we you like guys. to thank our listeners yes thank our listeners and we want to make sure you tune in next week we have some great tea time shows coming up the entrepreneur academy so be sure to follow us on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio as well as directly going to our website, loudmouthradio.com. If you have questions, things you'd like to give us to have insight on, visit our website at loudmouthradio.com. And we thank you once again and salute again to Muhammad Ali. Thank you, and it's been a great show. See you soon. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.